0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk. En dat is nog niet alles. Alle kingdeals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Oké,
1: okay, welkom to the second half of uh, this week's podcast. Um, we have a guest with us. We brought on a sub. For the we have, half. We have. Welcome Daniel Clark. Hello. The first time in history that we've had an Exeter City supporter sitting
0: in on the podcast. Hopefully the last as well.
1: But our colleague <sighs> to Daniel will make an exception is, uh, <laughs>
0: for his Euro knowledge. Yeah, we're going
1: <laughs> to have a little go through. This, um, this excellent pull-out and wall chart, which you can hear me rustling, is inside your Herald Express this week. Make sure you get a copy and you can fill in all the results as you go along. Don't tell me you're not going to do that, because everybody does. But we have a little bit more Talk United news to, uh, yeah. to squeeze in ahead.
0: There's an important date today. Yeah. Guy. It's, it's exactly a month before we play Stoke Gabriel in the first friendly of the Is season. it really? It is. 9th of July will be the game that everyone will be buzzing about early July. Come we, on.
1: Well, you say that, but it will be interesting to see who turns up. And there'll well, be A-trialist and B-trialist yeah. and C-trialist.
0: And uh, D-trialist. Yeah, and no, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's only a month away. That, that's quite incredible when you think about the fact that surely that great escape was pulled off, what, a couple of, couple of weeks ago, wasn't yeah, it?
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's all, uh, all about to kick off again. So that's, that's coming up pretty soon.
0: Fixtures but, out on July the 6th, which is a couple of days before that friendly. And then the season starts on August the 6th. So it's all coming up pretty quickly now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost back into it.
1: And the season ticket sales have gone pretty well.
0: Well, season ticket sales, um, much better than last season or the last couple of seasons for obvious reasons. The £200 early bird offer, um, which very was very tempting for a lot of people, 1,152 season tickets sold. Now, good, obviously, they, they all won't be the £200 variety there are cheaper tickets for for younger people and OAPs, no etc. But if you add it up, that's two hundred and thirty grand. That's good, isn't it? So I'll have some of that. And that's uh, good. Yeah,
1: good business, and that says a lot about the way talking finished last season. And
0: especially with um, it still being very quiet about the proposed takeover, no. that's the kind of money you kind of need just to. I did wonder if we get through the, the whole uh, yeah. the whole
1: podcast without mentioning the takeover this <laughs> not week. Quite. But not
0: so quite. So still all quiet and. Uh, yeah, there's another couple of weeks before the the exclusivity period runs out, so I'm not sure we're going to hear anything until then. So, um, saying that, Dave might be sitting in a taverna right now taking a phone call to say the colours sold. Small. You never Stranger know what things, things. things have happened. Yeah.
1: OK, let's move on to the Euro Championships. I love the European Championships. It's like the Europa League compared to the Champions League. I like the European Championships.
0: Well, Saturday for me is um, go and watch a little bit of cricket, yeah. and go and have a, bar at my, a drink at my local, the Chelster Manor, and then go home and watch England win. Well, so that's my Saturday. My
1: nephew Thank is you. getting married on Saturday. Oh, so, really? so good luck, Lee and Hannah. Enjoy your day. I shall be there. And I'm going to catch up on both of the games late on. I think. Okay. I think I'm going to record them and watch them into the wee small hours. Mm. But as a Wales supporter, if somebody asks me. Oh, I forgot can... you're a Wales yeah, supporter. If somebody asks me, can Wales win it? I'll say no, quite cheerfully, because Wales will give a good Ask me if England can win it then. That's what I was going to do. Gentleman of course they can.
0: Of course, they can. of course they can. And actually, this year, I feel more confident than any, any other year. I would the, be the, quite
1: excited, I think.
2: It doesn't feel like there's any really outstanding sides in Europe at the moment. All Spain of,
0: aren't the Spain they were, are Germany they? Germany
2: are looking a little defensively. It's not not to Spain obviously lost to Georgia in a friendly a couple of days ago. So, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of talk about Belgium. They've got a lot of uh, talented players Particularly in the Premier League, but, but as a team they, they haven't. Have, as a team, it's not
0: that, yeah, quite year, worked
2: time. for them yet. So, yeah, that's right. I mean, look at England, particularly. You know, based on of like, Harry Kane, Daniel Sturridge, um, I suppose even Wayne Rooney. They've got a lot of goals going forward, yeah. a lot of attacking potential, and you just you know, obviously they look a little suspect at the back, but yeah. is that is feel that the biggest
1: g- worry? Everybody seems to think they're suspect at the back, don't they? I mean, there were a couple of times in the friendly the other night when who were they playing the other night? Portugal, I mean. Portugal. When Portugal got through them rather easily, didn't they?
2: Yeah. Um, when f- we- it's so obviously you know they're going in with three centre backs, two of which, in Gary Cahill and John Stones, didn't have the best seasons defensively, and you feel that. England are probably going to concede at least one goal in most so games it, they're going to play.
0: It feels
2: like it that it's you know you might score two but we'll score three and it's
0: just, just, just that's, that's just, cool. just yeah. coming to my head. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it even more. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, it's it, going to be a goal fest. I mean the other thing, if issue of England is that you sort of feel you know we've had a lot of friendlies. There's only a couple of days before the tournament. and You're still not quite sure. How he's gonna line up up front? No. Sort of feels trying to force to, Wayne Rooney and Harry Kane. Kane isn't he?
0: he has to start with Kane. As I think the, the question central. mark is whether he starts with Vardy or not, isn't it? Um, you
2: feel Vardy that, might be that, a better that. option off the bench, tired legs, to able to use his pace. I mean, his last friendly against Portugal really wasn't in the game at no. all, and you sort of had a glimpse that this might he might. Be a little bit short of international class, but obviously they have a lot of players. You know, particularly trying to get in that number ten spot with Rooney, Deli Ali, Raheem Sterling could play there. Adam yeah, Lallana is a favourite of yeah. Hodgson's as well, and it's just you know we're two days away from our first game, and no, if you'd asked anyone what the eleven will be, you could get an awful lot of different answers and different tactical shapes because we're not really quite sure. Absolutely, uh, no.
0: Who, who are you? Look, who are you guys looking forward to watching as a player at the Euros this time around? Guy?
1: well, I'd say Gareth Bale, obviously right. Gareth Bale and Ashley Williams, obviously. But um, I, watching England as a not as an England supporter, I'm looking forward to seeing Harry Kane play. I think Harry Kane has got the uh, the potential to be a great player for a decade to come, and I think you'll possibly see his first great tournament here if, if Roy Hodgson gives him the uh, gives him. The freedom that he needs,
2: Daniel. Um, there's a lot of them. Um, I suppose you know this is a real chance. Maybe Cristiano Ronaldo, as you know, for all his great performances at club level, he sort of hasn't really had that tournament that would, you know, set him alight. You know, this, this is a chance. You know, Portugal, you know, not necessarily. They, they, They're an they, outside. They've, been, they've sort of snuck under the radar a little they've bit. They've been I
0: promising mean, great things for a long time, but never done it. No, and they. they've
2: got, mm-hmm. you know, looking at their group: Austria, Hungary, and Iceland. That should be a group. They shouldn't have any they difficulties know, yeah. getting through, and you feel that you know he will want to, you know, have that big tournament where he almost sort of single-handedly leads his side mm. to victory. And you know, Messi nearly did it at the World Cup with Argentina last time, and the the rivalry between yeah. the two. This is his chance yeah. to, to come I'm... along. But there's a lot of good young, talented players across various, you know, across obviously with 24 teams there. There's going to be a lot of Premier League scouts looking yes. to see yeah. who's mm-hmm. the next big thing based off one great game in a tournament.
0: I'm going to throw in a curveball. When I was working in Cambridgeshire just four or five years ago, there was a young lad called Connor Washington playing for St. Ives Town. Yeah. Oh, in,
1: he's a great story, isn't in he? In the United
0: yeah. Counties League, yeah. which was the same level as Buckland. Now, no disrespect to Buckland because it's a very decent non-league level, but... For an 18-year-old to score 52 goals in that league in one season and then move on to Newport and then move on to Peterborough, and now he's at QPR, and he wasn't in any of the quali- qualifying g- games for, for Northern Ireland, but he's been called up and he's made the squad. He played a couple of friendlies, scored a couple of goals for them, and I can't wait to see him. And I can't he's, wait to see He's him. the ex-postman,
1: isn't he? He was a he postman. He used to
0: do his post rounds. He used to... Uh, I mean, I've got all sorts of stories because I was covering yeah. his rise up there. It's quite a dramatic rise, but um, he's a lovely lad. Yeah, really worked on his physique massively. When you see him now, I, I remember the sort of the 18-year-olds that I was looking at with the raw talent. Um, you know, playing teams like Sleaford Town and, uh, yeah. and, and Huntingdon Town, um, and now he's in, the, he's in the Championship with QPR, and then at the Euros, it's just a fantastic story. He was a postman, yeah, and, they, and I they, think that they, might that might have helped him out <laughs> to. Uh, to grab the opportunity,
1: yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, you kind of feel that Northern Ireland have got nothing to lose in that group. Poland, Germany, and Ukraine in that group, but uh, and Iceland. I'm looking forward to seeing Iceland play. I, I was in Reykjavik when they qualified, and they were very, um, you know, they they were very very surprised to get there. <laughs> and of course, Gilfie Sigurdsson um, is a, an absolute national legend over there. So, looking forward to watching Iceland.
0: Excellent stuff. Well, uh, it all starts tomorrow.
1: It does. As we speak, we're on Thursday afternoon, and this time next week, England will be playing Wales. (coughs) Uh, That should be a great game. We probably shouldn't talk too much about that one, because we'll never agree, will we? It's going to be interesting talking about that next week. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you, Daniel, for joining us. Okay, We'll be back next week.